Welcome to episode 18 of Tell Me a True Crime Story. I'm your host, Holly. Thank you so much for being here. I hope that you and your family are happy, healthy, and together forever. I told you a few episodes back where I got that little slogan from, but for those that didn't hear it, I'm going to say it again because I think it's a really important message. So here's why that saying means something to me. I'm better now, but, um, you know, I'm better now for the most part, but for 22 plus years, I suffered in silence with depression and anxiety. I hid it from everyone. I prayed desperately for God to make me better to take away the intrusive, repetitive and racing thoughts So many days and so many hours were filled with those thoughts that those thoughts crowded out almost any normal thought, so much so that it was hard for me to even find the words to say anything else in my prayers except for, please, God, help me, help me, please, and please let me and my family be happy, healthy, and together forever. I didn't worry too much that that was all I could muster up to say because I figured that God knew my suffering and He knew what I needed. He knew what was in my heart and on my mind. I'm so grateful that these days people have started to talk about mental illness so that others don't have to suffer in silence like I did. I thought I was such a freak. I just knew that no one else was going through what I was going through. It's truly, truly a miracle that I didn't end up strung out on alcohol or drugs. I had my kids at a young age, and being busy taking care of them is probably the main thing that saved me from a lifetime of addiction. If you haven't ever had any problems um, with mental illness, then I'm sorry for, you know, blabbing on about it. Before I developed depression and anxiety, others in my family had it, and I just, I couldn't understand it. I would think, just get over it, suck it up. Then some years later, when I became afflicted with it, I knew just how wrong and ignorant I had been. Um, Any of you that are listening and have mental illness or experience bouts of depression and anxiety from time to time, know that you are not alone. Please know that there is life-changing and life-saving help out there. Please don't turn to drugs or alcohol to mask your pain, because as soon as the high is gone, the pain will be right there again, and you'll have to self-medicate again to push the pain back down. That's just a cycle, a a never-ending cycle, and it's no way to live. Too many people are living that way, addicted to substances because mental illness put them there. So on a very, very happy, glorious note, my daughter just got married on 3-23-23. 
It was a beautiful wedding, and she made a stunning bride. So now they are on their honeymoon out west, and I wish them a lifetime of happiness and togetherness. So thank you guys for being here. I truly, truly love you guys. And big, big hugs to all of you. So please follow the podcast and tell your friends and family about it. Also follow the podcast on social media. Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok are at Tell Me a True Crime Story. And Twitter is at Tell Me a TCS Pod. Although my Twitter account got hacked or something, and I am having a heck of a time getting it back or claiming it back or whatever, even though I've talked to Twitter support many times. So, you know, I'm trying to get back into my Twitter account, but who knows if I'm going to just have to start over or whatever. But anyway, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok are at Tell Me a True Crime Story. Thank you so much again for being here and big hugs to all of you. Now, let me tell you a true crime story. Today's story takes us to Fulshear, Texas in Fort Bend County. It's a small town just west of Houston. We're going to discuss the murders of two young ladies by their own mother. Their mom that killed them died too. Let me tell you what happened. Christy Bird grew up in Alabama. Reportedly, she went to Austin High School in Decatur, Alabama, but did not graduate. A man who knew Christy from high school said she was outgoing and always in the clique crowd. Jason Sheets graduated from East Lawrence High School in Trinity, Alabama, about a 15-minute drive from Decatur, Alabama, where Christy Bird grew up. Jason played baseball in high school, and his former high school baseball coach, Don Smith, said he was the best pitcher he ever coached. I'm not sure exactly where and when they met, but Jason Sheets and Christy Bird ended up marrying and having two daughters, Taylor and Madison. Their firstborn, Taylor Ashton Sheets, was born on April 19, 1994 in Huntsville, Alabama. She graduated from Seven Lakes High School in Katy, Texas in 2012. She was a member of the National Honor Society and the Future Healthcare Professionals. Taylor earned an associate's degree and graduated with honors from Lone Star College in Cypress, Texas. While there, she'd made the dean's list and the president's list many times. She'd recently enrolled at the University of Houston in order to get a degree and pursue a career in medical diagnostic sonography. In June of 2016, Taylor was 22 years old. She had a longtime boyfriend named Juan Sebastian Lugo. They'd been dating for almost five years, since 2011, and they had plans to marry that very month. According to a 2016 online article on People.com, Taylor and Juan were going to get married on Monday, June 27, 2016. Sadly, Taylor would never make it to her wedding day. Taylor was passionate about drawing and wanted to become a professional artist. She decorated her whole workplace with her artwork. Taylor worked full-time as a teacher at a pre-K and daycare center called Kids Are Kids in Katy, Texas. 
She helped to teach three- and four-year-olds in two different classrooms. She was also a nanny in the evenings after day shifts at Kids Are Kids. Taylor loved to teach and take care of children and loved reading to them. Taylor Sheets had a Facebook page where she shared lots of her artwork and pics of her and her boyfriend together. She also posted some selfies. Taylor was a beautiful girl with green eyes, bright blonde hair, and an even brighter smile. She looks so happy and full of life in all of her pics. Madison Tyler Sheets was born on October 21st, 1998 in Coleman, Alabama. By June of 2016, Madison was 17 years old and was about to start her senior year at Seven Lakes High School in Katy, Texas. At her school, she was a member of the National Honor Society and the Spanish National, National Honor Society. She also did volunteer work through a school club called Spartans Out Serving. Like her older sister, Taylor, Madison loved kids too. She'd been babysitting part-time for almost three years, and she loved dog-sitting for neighbors. According to her family and friends, Madison was very intelligent, kind-hearted, funny, loyal, warm-hearted, and genuinely sweet. She liked to wake up early, and she loved cooking. Madison had a big, sweet smile, long blonde hair, and beautiful green eyes. In younger pictures, she's wearing braces. I will post pics of Madison and Taylor on my Instagram so you can see just how adorable both of the girls were. The girl's mom, Christy Sheets, took a lot of filtered selfies and posted them on her Instagram page. She'd also posted some pics with her and Taylor or her and Madison. On March 28, 2015, she posted a pic of her and her younger daughter, Madison. In the pic, they were both wearing blue jean jackets. The caption on the pic reads, quote, With my sweet baby, at Madison Sheets, love her to the moon and back, end quote. Earlier that same day, she posted another pic of them together. The caption said, quote, had an amazing time at the hashtag Luke Bryan concert with my baby at Madison Sheets, end quote. On September 20th, 2015, she took a picture with her oldest daughter, Taylor. They were both wearing aviator style sunglasses in the picture. The caption reads, quote, went shopping today with at Tay Sheets and accidentally bought the same hashtag coach sunglasses. Like mother, like daughter, happy face, end quote. Christy Sheets had a Facebook page too. On it, she shared memes and more filtered selfies. On Thanksgiving Day in 2014, she posted two adorable pictures of her daughters together and captioned it by saying, quote, every good and perfect gift is from above. James 1.17. Today, I am thankful for my two perfect gifts. They are very best friends. They make me so very proud to be their mother. End quote. In the comments, a man said, you have two beautiful young ladies. I know you're proud. And Christy Sheets replied to him, thank you, Mike. I am very proud. They are remarkable young ladies. I feel undeserving of such good kids. I am truly blessed. On September 20th, 2015, she shared a Snapchat that Taylor had shared that said, quote, purse shopping with mom, end quote. Christy captioned the pic by saying, quote, I had to share Taylor's Snapchat of us today just because I think she is so darn beautiful. Love my baby, end quote. 
On September 25, 2015, Christy Sheets posted a picture of both of her daughters together. The caption says, quote, Happy Daughter's Day to my two amazing, sweet, kind, beautiful, intelligent girls. I love and treasure you both more than you could ever possibly know, end quote. I couldn't find much info about Christy Sheets, but this is what I was able to learn. She was raised by her grandfather. When he died in 2012, Christy Sheets began battling depression. Her mom also died that same year. Christy Sheets' husband, Jason, said that she was on several medications for depression and anxiety, and she was seeing a therapist. He also said that she drank heavily. According to People.com, the police had responded to the Sheets' home three times for Christy's suicide attempts in the years prior to 2016. Christy Sheets believed in her right to own and carry guns and said so on her Facebook page. Her husband, Jason, said she'd applied for a concealed carry permit, but was denied due to her mental health issues. Christy Sheets and Jason had been married about 20 years by this time, in 2016, but had separated several times. In fact, she'd just recently moved back into the house because she'd moved out for a while. 42-year-old Christy Sheets was unemployed, but formerly worked part-time as a receptionist for a short period at Clean Canvas Laser Tattoo Removal. She worked there from January 2015 until May of 2015. She was fired in May for not showing up to work on many occasions, and her former boss said she didn't even call to say that she wouldn't be at work. She just didn't show up. Her former boss, the owner of the tattoo removal shop, said Christy's behavior was erratic while working there and that she lied. For instance, on her LinkedIn profile, she listed herself as the business manager of the business with many responsibilities. But in reality, she was more like a receptionist. She answered the phone and scheduled appointments. She'd listed her start date on LinkedIn as January of 2014 instead of January of 2015. The owner of the business repeatedly asked her to fix the quote-unquote mistakes on her profile, but she ignored his request to do so. By June 2016, Christy Sheets still had herself listed as working for the tattoo removal business, and that was more than a year after she'd been fired. Friday, June 24, 2016 was Jason Sheets' 45th birthday. He'd reiterated to his wife earlier that day that he wanted a divorce. He'd also told her that this would be the last birthday of his that she was going to ruin. Also that day, Christy Sheets had gotten into an argument with 22-year-old Taylor. She wanted to ground Taylor and prevent her from seeing her fiancé, Juan Lugo. Jason told his wife, Christy Sheets, that it was inappropriate to try to punish her because Taylor was a 22-year-old adult and she and Juan planned to marry in just three days on the following Monday. In the evening on that day, Jason Sheets' birthday, Friday, June 24, 2016, Christy Sheets gathered her family together in the living room for a quote-unquote family meeting. Jason thought she was going to tell their girls that they were getting a divorce. Instead, Christy Sheets pulled out a gun she had hidden in the sofa cushions. This was a gun she'd inherited from her grandfather when he died. Two calls were made to 911 from inside the home, one from Madison and one from Taylor. Jason begged his wife to put the gun away. He can be heard on the 911 recording saying, 
quote, I'm sorry, I promise you, whatever you want, end quote. Jason Sheets tried to push his daughters toward the front door of the home. Then Christy Sheets opened fire on her daughters with the five-shot thirty-eight caliber handgun. Jason and the girls ran out the front door. 17-year-old Madison was shot in the neck just as she made it outside. She collapsed and died in the street in front of their home. Taylor had been shot once while still in the house. Her mom chased her outside and into the street. She shot Taylor again. Christy Sheets then went inside to reload her gun and came back out to shoot Taylor again. A Fort Bend County Sheriff's Office detective and a Fallshear police officer had arrived on the scene at the Sheets' home in the 6,000 block of Remsen Hollow Lane. They witnessed Christy Sheets shoot her daughter Taylor a third time. The Fallshear officer commanded her to drop her gun. She refused and the officer shot her one time. Christy Sheets died from a gunshot wound to the chest. A witness, a neighbor of the Sheets, also called 911. Here is part of that 911 call. Two people believe they're, believe they're shot. Okay, stay on the line. <laughs> okay, you think they got shot, you say? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right, stay on the line. And, and there's, a, there's, a, there's a lady with a gun. There's a lady with a gun? Where? Yes. It's coming out of the house right now. Okay. People shot outside. Okay. People shot outside. Okay. Where is the lady with the gun? Coming out of the the street right now. Is she still shooting? Uh, No, it's not shooting, but it's the gun in her hand. I ran to the back of my house. Okay. Do you know who the lady is? Uh, They're my neighbors. Okay. And the people that she shot, do you know them? Are like no, I her. Okay. Are you with the Are you with the patients right now? No, because of the idiot. Okay. The what is she out, wearing? Describe her for me. What is she wearing? What is she wearing? I'm sorry. Okay. What I have to run to the back. Okay. I understand. Uh, what is she? Can you describe her for me? What is she? White, black, Hispanic, or Asian? Yeah. No, she's a Caucasian. Uh, Okay. Uh, okay. What is she wearing? She's wearing a dress. What color dress? Yeah, uh, let me let me try to picture the window. Sorry. Okay. Okay. No problem. Don't put yourself in danger, though. But do you remember what co- what color her dress was? She's wearing a a uh, uh, purple dress. Purple dress. Yes. Okay. She's wearing a purple dress. She, she's on the. 
Is it long, short? What is she? Yeah. Where are the patients? They're, the, they're in the street. They're in the middle of the street. But okay. I was long down. It's two people laying in the street? Two people, two ladies laying in the street. Two females? Okay. Yeah, two females. And there's a guy trying to help them. But the okay. lady is on, on the top of one of them with a gun on her hand. Okay, but the the, the the suspect is on top of one of the females on the street? Yeah, she's, she's, she's on the street, just standing up. She's standing over at one of the patients with the gun? Yes, yes. Okay. And uh, it looks like both of them are alive. Both of the child person, okay. the lady, they're, they're both alive. But, okay. And, you know, she tried to shout again. She's trying to shoot again on the top of her, but okay. apparently she don't have Apparently she don't have any more bullets. Okay, yeah, I, I do too, sir. Just stay on the line. And let me know what you see. But okay. don't. I don't she's want going, to. She's going inside. She's going inside the house now. Okay. Hopefully, she's not getting any more bullets because she looks like she's going to look for more bullets. Okay. All right, stay on the line. And there's a. I don't know where the guy went, but apparently she's she's yelling at her. And okay. Who is the, the, describe the guy. The guy is, a, is a also they're all uh, Caucasians. Okay. Okay, and so the okay. the two females and the male is Caucasian. Yes, no, all all four of them. Okay. And is the male she, she is also? She, she, She's coming back again. She's coming back again. With, apparently, she has bullets now on her. On her. Okay. Stay, stay on the line. Oh, she shot her again. She shot her she again. She shot her again? Yes. From the back. She's trying to run. She shot She shot another the female again that was... Yes, it was laying down on the floor. Okay. She shot her from the back. Taylor was airlifted to Memorial Hermann Hospital where she died. She'd been shot in the head and in the back. Jason Sheets ran to a nearby cul-de-sac and was not injured. He was taken to the hospital, though, because he was so distraught. This is very chilling. Jason Sheets and the neighbor who had called 911 said that Christy Sheets looked calm during the shooting. She had no expression on her face, just a blank look. She was looking straight ahead. She didn't hurry or rush. She was just walking with the gun. Jason later told police that Christy Sheets had ample time to shoot him if she'd wanted to. He said he believed she did not because she wanted him to suffer. He also said she'd never been violent or threatened violence before. But Taylor had expressed to a friend that she was fearful for her little sister Madison being caught in the middle of her family's arguments. She was worried about a gun being in the house with her mom's unpredictable mood swings, quote-unquote outburst, and mental problems. She said her mom got overwhelmed very easily. She also told the friend that in recent years, her and her mom's relationship had become strained. Her mom was anxious about her daughter's growing up and moving out. Three days before she was murdered by her mom, Taylor texted her friend and told him that she and her mom had gotten into an argument about her parents' relationship. A family friend told a Houston news outlet that Jason Sheets had told Christy, quote, just shoot yourself, make it easy on all of us, just shoot yourself, end quote. And Christy Sheets had replied to him, quote, 
That's not what this is about. This is about punishing you, end quote. Jason Sheets now lives in Alabama and is remarried. About a month after the murders of his daughters, Jason Sheets made a post on his Facebook page that talked about his pain over the enormous loss of his girls. It was a long post, but part of it reads, quote, I do cry sometimes. Sometimes I cry in a way that is silent screaming, screaming at the loss of my wonderful girls, screaming that I wish I could have changed the outcome. Sometimes when I pray, asking God to tell the girls how much I love and miss them and to give them a hug and a kiss on the cheek for me, I cry, end quote. Three years before her death, on Madison's Facebook page, she posted a pic. This post really grabbed me when I saw it, and it's so sad. The picture has a pink background. It looks like it's a pink wall with just two words painted on it in black lettering and an infinity symbol painted under the two words. At the bottom of the words, there are some string fairy lights. I wonder if this was on her wall in her room. The two lone words read, Forever Young. On Saturday, July 2nd, 2016, Taylor and Madison Sheets were laid to rest side-by-side in Athens, Alabama. On their grave marker, it reads, Daddy's Precious Angels. And that is the sad story of Taylor and Madison Sheets. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me a True Crime Story. Please subscribe to the podcast and tell your friends and family about it. Share the podcast or share an episode that you loved. Follow the podcast on social media. Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok are at Tell Me a True Crime Story. And please write a review for the podcast and give it five stars. That would help me out so very much. Thank you for being here. I truly, truly appreciate you. Tune in again to hear episode 19 when I'll tell you another true crime story. Big hugs to all of you. Bye-bye.